Leanna Shields, and you're listening to The Cozy Sleuth. Today, Snoops and Sleuths, I'm chatting with Victoria Williams about her books, writing, and all things cozy. Victoria, would you like to introduce yourself to my Snoops and Sleuths? Hi, everyone. I'm Victoria L.K. Williams. Um, I live down in sunny South Florida, and my books are Cozy Mysteries with a Tropical Twist. So... Basically, I write about stuff that happens in the South that involves murder and mayhem. Ooh, just what my snoops and sleuths are interested in. <laughs> Great. So, have any of your books been inspired by your actual life? Snippet in every one of my books. Um, my very first book was written on a dare, and I was out on a customer's property in the middle of summer. <laughs> And down here, nobody's around in the summer. And I just got thinking, yeah, this is a perfect place for a crime to happen. And that's where it started. <laughs> yeah. oh, people start writing mysteries for all kinds of reasons, don't they? All you need is those two little words, what if. Oh, yeah. That seems to be the words you need for either mysteries or sci-fi or fantasy or any Lies. kind of fiction, <laughs> basically. Do you have any words of advice for anyone who wants to write their own mystery or just get into the writing world? I think the biggest thing I could say is have patience. Um, I was very impatient with my first book and I rushed it without getting it properly edited. I didn't do um, the follow-up with beta readers. So I basically flubbed the whole thing. Um, but that book has been very popular from day one and it's six years old now. Um, but if you can, when you're finished, put it aside for a week and then go back and revisit it. And you'd be amazed at how much you've, see that you may have missed after you come back to it. That is such great advice. And I know the feeling of not being patient with it because I did the same thing with my first book. And looking back now, oh, there's so much that needs to be fixed with it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, mine has definitely been re-edited a couple of times. <laughs> but like yours, it seems to be one of my more popular books. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so what what would you say is your favorite character or would you get in trouble with your other characters? Um I think my favorite character is Piper Avery in the Mrs. Avery's Adventures. <laughs> Um, she's a woman around my own age. She's going through changes in life. Things are turning upside down. Um, and it just seems like everything's hitting her all at once. So mm. that's where I started that one from. And I have had a lot of fun with it. Yeah. Sounds like a great character. Yeah, she has, um, on the, it opens up where she's getting a pink slip from work. It's her 50th birthday. And she just found out that her mother and mother-in-law had bought a house across the street from her. Oh, happy birthday. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Would you say there was an author that influenced your writing or inspired you to get into writing? 
She doesn't write cozy mysteries, but I have loved Nora Roberts since I picked up her first book. She has a way of painting a picture with words that is just inspiring. Isn't it great to find just those authors that seem to just paint such a visual world? Oh, you, yeah, you can see everything that's going on in her head as she writes it down. And then probably Agatha Christie is, you know, hands down the queen of mysteries. So you gotta <laughs> love her. <laughs> yeah. I'm just getting into Agatha Christie, actually. I started with her American counterpart, Mary Roberts Reinhardt. Okay, yes. And I really like her style, too. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite things about Mary Roberts Reinhardt is, at least with the first book I ever read of hers, the, um, the Circular Staircase, is the picture she painted with just the opening... I call it the opening line, but it's really more of like a paragraph. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's, let's see if I can remember it off the top of my head. I probably will fail at this, but this is the story of how a woman from the city forsook her domestic gods, took a house in the country, and ended up in one of those mysteries that keeps the, the reporters and detectives happy and prosperous. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's that's a great description of it. Yeah. And it I just love the classic mysteries. There there's just something about looking back at the past and how they wrote a mystery mm-hmm. that makes you appreciate the contemporaries and the people who write now. Yes. You almost it's almost a case of you have to know how to do it right before you can write contemporary because if you don't study how it was done right the first time you don't know how to i don't want to say shortcuts but you don't know how to modernize it without the basics exactly so how can my snoops and sleuths follow you on facebook or just find your books all that info the easiest way is to go directly to my website which is real simple it's victorialkwilliams.com And there are links there to everything. My books, my blogs, my Facebook, Twitter, which I'm not on that much. Mostly I'm on Facebook. Um, But if there's a way to find me, that's where you'll find it. (laughs) And you can also sign up for my newsletter. And there's a couple of free books that come along with a sign-up. Ooh, I'm going to have to sign up. (laughs) (laughs) I hear that so often with the authors that I interview, that they're on Twitter, but they're not on Twitter that much. And I kind of uh, understand that because I'm the same way. I'm on Twitter, at least with my writing profile, I'm on Twitter, but I'm not on it that much. I'm there, I have a presence, but I don't really contribute. Yeah, but when it comes to the show, I'm on there and try to share as much about the show as I can. (laughs) Right. Well, that's how I found you. (laughs) Oh yeah, that's right. So, how are you coping with this whole pandemic and how the world is? (laughs) Well, I'm really blessed. I own my own business, which is a gardening business. So, I'm outside. I don't have to cope with being um, cooped up inside. Down here in Florida, that's considered an essential business. So, I, I just kept going right along as I am. 
Um, I don't get to see my friends and family, which is probably the worst part of it. Um, yeah, I hear that. <laughs> but, but you know, you, you pick up a phone more often, you write a, write a long email, you find new ways of doing things. Um, getting a lot of reading done, getting a lot of writing done. You just, I'm a homebody by heart, so it really hasn't affected me that much. Yeah, I hear that. I'm kind of the same way between my writing and my podcast. I'm not all that hugely affected, but I don't see my friends as often as I'd like. Like, just last week was the first time in I don't know how long that I'd seen one of my best friends. Oh, and it felt like a party because you hadn't seen them in so long. Oh, yeah, definitely. (laughs) (laughs) But we still keep in touch because... She, her husband, another couple, and I all play a game on a site called Roll20, which is kind of a site for the people who are into, like, Dungeons & Dragons type games. Uh And we're playing a game called Starfinder, which is kind of a sci-fi game like this. And also... I've been surprised. It had some mystery elements to it. Ah, good. <laughs> so <laughs> like, you were the expert on that part. Yeah. Like, first off, we had to figure out who killed this character. And then we had to explore the space station, trying to find clues and all that. And oh, that sounds like fun. Especially doing it with a couple of friends. Yeah. And now we're on another planet trying to rescue a woman who might have been kidnapped. Oh, wow. <laughs> and, yeah, it's just all these little micro-adventures in one very grand adventure game. And it's, it's fun, and it's a good way to keep in touch. And it also has given me inspiration for my own writing. I took my yeah. character from that game, and I've put her in a cozy mystery book. Oh, fun. So now she's on a space station, and she's a scientist, and I haven't quite figured out who gets it, but... (laughs) (laughs) But she will. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's awesome. So that's a fun project, and some of the scenarios have also made it into another project. I'm one of those people who can't work on one thing at once. <laughs> oh no, I have folders full of um, outlines and uh, series ready to go as soon as I finish the one I'm working on now. <laughs> yeah, and I've the other one I've got is the character owns a game store, which has rooms that she rents to the Dungeons and Dragons set, so... Oh, that's interesting. So, I... The first chapter I have her talk about, like, in one room, two of the people almost got into a fight. Another, I used a scenario from the game that we had played, where it's like the guy who's in charge of the game tried to kill off his team by, in the game by such and such a creature. (laughs) Oh, neat. (laughs) So this game has actually been very inspirational for my writing. We're actually very lucky, and we're not lucky because of pandemic, but we're lucky that we have so much technology at our disposal to help keep us connected. Oh, definitely. So, oh, my brain's just going every which way today, it seems like. 
Um, oh, come on, brain. Fortunately, this is going to be edited out. <laughs> it's okay. Do you have any closing words of wisdom? That's the question I wanted in closing words of wisdom. Oh, goodness. Closing words of wisdom. <sighs> Just let your imagination go. Like what you were doing with the Dungeons and Dragons. I mean, you never would have thought of those scenarios if you hadn't let yourself go. Absolutely. Um, there's so many possibilities. I mean, when you look, just the littlest things can create an idea. And one little spark can create a book. So, you know, it just let it go and have fun with it. When you get stumped, put it aside for a while and then come back to it. That's the best thing. I do a lot of thinking when I'm floating in the pool. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean by just let your imagination go. Because I've gotten inspiration from anything from a show I've been watching to, like I said, the games to uh, just even my research that I do out of curiosity. Because I'm kind of a mythology geek. Mm -hmm. And... My most recent book that I published, uh, Sparks of Suspicion, ended up inspired by the fact that I was researching Native American folklore at the time and found out that some Native American tribes have a version of an elf in their oh, culture. <laughs> the Sioux have what are called, and I'm probably going to botch this, called a Kenodi, I think it is, mm -hmm. which basically means forest dweller. And the Choctaw, which is a tribe I'm part of, also not, not only have one, but they have two different ones in their folklore. One more sinister than the other. Um, there's the Bopoli and the Kawai Anukasha, and I'm not sure which one's which. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Yeah. What you said, I mean, your inspiration come from anywhere. Just list, eavesdropping on a conversation can slip you off. Yeah. <laughs> if not for a whole book, at least for a scene in your book. Yeah. I think that's happened a couple times with me where it's like, okay, I'm going to have to remember that and put it in. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I actually keep threat threatening, telling my mom that one day I'm going to write a book just based on her because she says she's in yard waste management. She's a pooper scooper. <laughs> <laughs> and, and she's also very community oriented, shall we say. And I'm just kind of like, one of these days I'm going to write a character based on you. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. <laughs> Oh, this has been so much fun talking with you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I was looking forward to it. It's just nice to talk to somebody else about writing. Yes. Not everybody gets it. No, not every not everybody gets it. I'm so glad I have like my writing groups that I can put those weird mystery writer questions out there without <laughs> without having to say, really, I'm not planning anything. I just need this for a book. <laughs> 
yeah, my, I belong to uh, Sisters in Crime. And when I told my husband about it the first time, he says, what are you, a bunch of nuns getting ready to, to rob a bank or something? And I just like, okay, that's just too much play on the words. <laughs> yes, it is. I actually recently joined a colored crime writer, colored fiction crime writers or something like that. Oh, okay. Is that a new one? Uh, it's fairly new, and I haven't quite figured out their website yet. <laughs> I haven't even figured it out enough to introduce myself, so <laughs> right now I'm just kind of a ghost on there. <laughs> Our chapter had just, um, really had just started, and then the pandemic hit, so we've been oh, doing no. our meetings. I think we had three meetings before it hit, but you know, it, it's still being able to, like what you and I are doing, talk on Zoom, we're still getting the message across and, and picking up threads from each other, and it's great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and in some ways it's a little bit better because you can mute them. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Getting here to that time schedule a little bit easier. Yeah. Well, I better go. I actually have a time limit on my Zoom calls. Okay, not a problem. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> well, Snoops and Sleuths, you've heard another great interview here on The Cozy Sleuth. Please join us next time on, on The Cozy Sleuth. And you can find us on Twitter at The Cozy Sleuth. I also want to thank my clever sidekick, Regina, for becoming a patron of ours. Feel free to join us on patreon.com slash The Cozy Sleuth and also get your name mentioned on the air. Until next time, this is Leanna Shield saying, keep cozy.